Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW. There is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, we're taking time off for the holidays, but we are leaving you with answers to your questions. It's our annual holiday Q&A episode. In this episode, we answer your questions about gotta have foods, how to remain consistent, and so much more. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hi there. Welcome to a special Q&A episode of Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas on a Kwanzaa. All of it. All of it. Together. <laughs> yes. Uh, very excited to be here, ladies. I love our festivity. And I even pulled out so I could make notes today. I've got my green pen. I oh, love it. That's this week is really one of the only times that I feel like I can use my green pen. Maybe I'll yeah. just put it right here on my shoulder. Green <laughs> pen, green earrings. Ricky's got green in her shirt. I mean, we are ready to go. We are ready. We are, we are ready. in the holiday mood. So today is a little bit of a normal, uh, or I should say maybe a traditional Real WW Talk episode. Um, When it comes to the holiday time, we love to open things up for Q&A. So these episodes are about you. These are your questions that you have for us that we get to answer. So the first question that everybody usually has for us, and we've answered it in other episodes, um, but we'll answer it again in this one because it's like usually everyone's number one question. How did you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to answer? Who wants to do that one? I can answer it. So um, we all met at our Weight Watchers studio and back when it was called Weight Watchers. And um, Aaron and I met first. Um, I keep saying 10 years, but every year I'm like, it was 10 years ago. So it's <laughs> going on probably 13 so years ago now. <laughs> and I don't remember our first interaction, but Aaron was like the talkative one at, you know, surprise, surprise in the meeting. <laughs> so I knew who she was, I don't, but I think we ended up sitting near each other and just chatting, getting to know each other and bonding over um, love for Jesus and love for um, Christian music and, and all that. 
Um, and then a few years later, or so um, we had moved from one part of the shopping center to another, <laughs> still in the Weight Watchers meeting. But um, Candace had, you know, knew who we were because we all sat together and um, ended up sitting near us and introducing herself to us. And um, we just became a support system and uh, got ourselves in trouble by talking too much after the meeting and getting kicked out of the meeting room, which led to us being notorious for being in the parking lot and having parking lot conversations to the point where, you know, it's an hour later, why don't we get breakfast? Or it's an hour later, why don't we you know, finish this later? Um, but uh, we, we formed this incredible friendship and bond over um, our, our just, you know, attempt at getting this health thing right and having community. And um, yeah, it started in the Weight Watchers meeting and continued in the parking lot. <laughs> and now it continues here. Yes. yes. Here. <laughs> and another version is I, I hijacked their friendship. <laughs> Being more honest. Like I was like, I see them. I was there at the beginning when they were meeting. I was just on the other side with another name. <laughs> with a different name. With a different name. But now we're here and look at us now. And COVID brought us all together for the podcast. And yes. yay. yay. That's the story. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of like the everyone question. Now we're going to dive into some really specific questions. And this first one came from Priscilla. She says, listen, I've, I've been able to remain consistent with my exercise over the holidays, but where I really lack consistency is when it comes to uh, sweet snacks and desserts. Priscilla, we got you. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any recommendations on how I can control my sweet tooth? Yes, I feel you. That's my struggle as well. And especially during this time of year where it's everywhere. Um, I actually employed a technique that Aaron talked about maybe a year or so ago, which is planning for that treat or that thing that I want ahead of the week. So like if I, for me, I'm an eggnog person. I love the Starbucks eggnog lattes and things. So planning and putting it in my tracker for a day ahead in the week so I have something to look forward to makes me feel not deprived. And it allows me to have the full version of what I want. Because I know that if I deprive myself throughout the season, it's going to lead to a binge. So mm -hmm. that's just the truth of who I am. I'm not that person who's like, why don't I swap a sweet for an apple? No, I want the eggnog latte. So mm -hmm. I just need to plan for it. Yeah. So I, I use that technique, Erin, that you discussed, which is planning, pre-tracking it in the future. And that's, that's a technique that works, not just at the holidays, but anytime, mm -hmm. because you know, like you guys, I'm sure you probably do the same as me where I go through like phases where like, I'm going to eat everything in the kitchen mm -hmm. right now. And then I'll have other times, like, you know, maybe it's Valentine's day or, you know, coming up spring, coming in summer and it's the new treats that come out or, you know, I just kind of feel like I want a little something different it works great then because even if I just plunk it on a day and carve out maybe 15 points or something like that, mm -hmm. I move those points around. If I don't use them, great. They just go back into the bank. But otherwise, it gives me something to look forward to. And I like that. Yeah. And I would add to that. Like, I think that's a great strategy in adding to it. I like if I know there's something, especially something that I only have around winter season, like I love peppermint bark. And I, you know, you could probably make peppermint bark or find a version of it any time of year. It's more prevalent around the holidays. But 
like for me, it's special around the holiday season. So if I know I'm saving points and pre-tracking peppermint bark, I also have the like idea in my mind that there may be surprises. There may be some special chocolate cake or there may be other things, but I really wanted this peppermint bark. So I think it's a little bit easier to say no to other things and other sweets if you have in mind the thing that's important and special to you that you're going to save the points for. You know, I've never had peppermint bark. I don't, I really haven't, but it sounds really good. It sounds really good. So maybe. Well, I, I love making it and I haven't made it in a, it's very easy to make. I probably will just buy it for you at this point because I, I don't I was gonna say, wait, I don't get a Ricky, I don't get a Ricky original. Like at this point, I mean, you all I'm, like it's probably on sale someplace. They're clearing it out and putting Valentine's Day candy in. You know? <laughs> Ricky's like, go ahead and just figure it out. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I will make sure that you try it this year. Great. <laughs> it's just it's white chocolate and um peppermint, and sometimes it has like some chocolate chocolate over top. Yeah, Is that like how you do peppermint chocolate. bark? You do the dark chocolate. Uh, yeah. So the dark chocolate with uh, um, like white chocolate, like I think is drizzled on top or like a smaller layer of the, the white chocolate and then the peppermint sprinkled on top. Yum. See, we all agree. That sounds amazing. Wow. Look at, yeah. us. Look at us. Look at <laughs> us. Look at us growing at the end of 2023, <laughs> finding common ground. I love it. Sweet. I love it. <laughs> All right. Our next question comes from Susan and she says, what is your constant? I always have to have food item over the holiday time. And how did you budget for it? So it kind of dovetails a little bit like the, how did you budget for it? I think we kind of answered that with the last, last question, but did you do either of you have anything you want to add to that or what's your, I got to have food item. Well, Aaron, what's yours? Throw it to you. Well, you know, we, we always do our holiday baking day. That's a, that's always a big thing for our family. And I've tried to, if I have the cookies, I'm going to eat the cookies. Mm -hmm. And so what I've tried to do is instead of trying to make every cookie gluten-free, every cookie dairy-free and work my way through, I, I picked one cookie this year and it was a German Pfeffernus. I love that cookie. I love hearing my nephew try to say it. He makes I was going to say, can it. you say it again? What is Pfeffernus. it? German Pfeffernus. It's got ginger and molasses and it has this um, kind of crunchy powdered sugar shell over top of it. It's just one, a black, it's got white pepper. It's just, it's got this little spicy. It's really good. And what I love about it, it's so unique and different. It's, I don't know. It just makes me, it feels different when I eat it as opposed to a standard chocolate chip cookie. I can eat that anytime. Mm. So I would say for me, come the holiday time, that's been, that's my definitely need to do. And I need to make a real hot chocolate, mm. make a real hot chocolate. And we go look at Christmas lights. Mm. So I will, I will definitely budget, budget that one in for sure. Yeah. How about you guys? Mine is like, the dinner, like, no, I think mine is like a, like I said, eggnog is my, my jam. I love eggnog and I found different ways to, to have it. I found the version that I like it's from whole foods and they, I don't know why it, my husband turned me on to it and it's pointy, but that's one that it doesn't feel like Christmas if I don't have a glass of it. And it's, it's just my thing that, and also my cream cheese pound cake, that I make mm. that is infinitely 
I mean, it's do not ask for the recipe because you don't want it because you don't want to know. Like a like a forty eighth of it is like twelve points. Done. Like one forty eighth. Like maybe at one fiftieth of it is twelve points, but it's <laughs> totally worth it. And I know it, and I know what I'm putting in it, and it makes me happy. And I have it once a year, and I look forward to it every time. And I give it as gifts to other people, so I don't have any in the house after it's made, and I don't have to worry about it. But Ricky's like, I haven't gotten this gift before. Well, you wouldn't want it because I, I, I respect your, I respect, well, I, I respect your your gluten and dairy intolerances. Yes. So I don't I know think- how to make it in a way that you would be able to eat it. So I wouldn't burden you that way. And then Ricky, I wouldn't do it to you if you couldn't have it because Aaron can't have it because then you'd be going over about how great it is. And then I didn't want it to be like a thing. But if you would like some, let me know. Hit me up. Um, that sounds incredible. I am trying to think because my family doesn't do traditional like the same thing every year. But... And I, I agree about the hot chocolate. That's something that I don't tend to have during the regular year. But during the holidays, I feel like I get on a hot chocolate kick. But it's something I try and fit in a few times over the season. But macaroni and cheese is probably one of my favorite foods. And that and lasagna. And I feel like I try to to make that around the holidays, whether it be for Christmas or for New Year's dinner or something. So I, I feel like that's the time of year that I have like real like homemade mac and cheese, not just like, you know, a cup of takeout from Panera or something. I've never forgotten the mac and cheese that you made that was in the crock pot yes. at your house warming mm-hmm. at your last house. Yes. And I'll never be able to eat it ever again. <laughs> but it's firmly locked in my brain. It's one of the most incredible things I've ever shoved in my face. I feel like we should play boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye with you eating it, like <laughs> having the memory of eating it. Like I thought you were going to say, I'll make love to you. (laughs) That too, you know, that could work at the Mac. (laughs) So many songs are appropriate. But Ricky, that is so good. It really is. That Crock-Pot mac and cheese. I wish I could say that it's like, it's a labor of love. And I thought of it and I just ripped it. it Found it online. And it's the recipe. I had a coworker. He would always ask me to make it. I'm like, it's just somebody's birthday. I made it three weeks ago. Chill out. But, you know, like I was like, if you guys buy the ingredients, I will make it for you as many times as you want. But it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know now people in the group are going to be I was going to say, now you're going to have to put it in the group. So everybody yeah, will make it. We're going to have to link that one in the show notes. Yeah, I will. For sure. As a matter of fact, keep talking. Cause I'm going to go type that over <laughs> post yeah. Ricky's. Yeah. I can already Cross. see the posts with mm-hmm. people. Where's that Mac and cheese that Ricky. It's so it's, it's like the weirdest combination of cheeses. It's like, um, cheddar, um, Mexican and Velveeta. And then other than that, it's like condensed milk, obviously the noodles. I think it also uses regular milk and butter. I think that's it. Um, But it's the cheeses. And it's evaporated milk because somebody's going to come for you. Evaporate. Thank you. It's condensed cheese. It's really evaporated. (laughs) I, you know, clearly I just follow the recipes that (laughs) didn't create it. You put a Ricky's <laughs> touch on it that makes it extra special. So. Yes. Girl, Sounds so like good. what we're going to plan for next year when we have our get together for Real WW Talk, maybe Ricky needs to resurrect it 
and find a way to make it dairy free. Put some goat cheese in there for Aaron. No, we can make it like goat. Aaron found some cream cheese that you could have, like lactose free cream cheese. I did. Yeah, I did. It would be the most expensive macaroni you've ever had in your life. We're not doing that. Yeah, Aaron needs to keep the memory of the original in her head. So yeah. True. Yeah, that's that's one that's going to the grave with me. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, okay, Tina said, listen, the holidays trip me up a bit, and I could really just use some tips for when the holidays come through in 2024 um, to stay on track. What do you got? <gasps> I will t- I will say for me, one of the big things for staying on track for the holidays is walking. It, I actually have to get even more intentional during the holidays than I am uh, the rest of the year. And that is really paying attention to tracking and asking myself, what do I want at the end of this holiday? Uh, do I want to maintain? Am I okay with a little bit of a gain? I'm not going to worry about that. Or do I want to lose weight at the holiday? And I've had to say for myself, that I want to lose weight because usually if I aim for losing weight, I'll maintain. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's just the honest truth. What's that statement? Like aim for the stars, even if you don't hit it, you're amongst, well, aim for whatever, you know, the point, right? <laughs> exactly. And if aim you aim high, if yeah. you don't hit it, you're in the stars. Or- and if you don't aim at anything, you won't hit anything. So I'd rather get like a little bit, you know, so for me, what I always can come back to my thought process when I come to when December 31st arrives, I don't want it in my head to be saying, I can't wait for January one to start over again. Mm-hmm. I want to say I'm proud of myself, how I got here because I spent too many years angry at myself and thinking, well, I'll just start over again. And I'm done doing that. I know mm-hmm. that is no longer who I am. Mm-hmm. Who I am is a person who enjoys the holiday. I make room for the treats. And I also focus on good health for myself because even though it's the holidays, it's also the cold and flu season. And I know that the more sugar that I eat and the more refined things that I eat, it lowers my immunity. And I would rather make it through the winter well than not feeling well in both my mind and my body. So yeah. that's my that's my personal goal. Look at you embracing your atomic habits training and claiming who you are and not that. who you desire to be. James clearly would be so proud of me right now. So proud. Yes. I like I am this. <laughs> I love the confidence, you know, because that's the truth. That's where it starts. You're right. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is the choice that you're making. And to answer the question and kind of piggybacking off of you, tracking to me is important, but pre-tracking around the meals and the things that I know are coming up. Cause there's a lot of events. I have a lot of stuff that, and most people do that happen during the holiday season. So mm-hmm. I find pre-tracking to be a very big key to success for me. So mm-hmm. I'll put in what it is or the event, the day that I know that something is going to happen mm-hmm. and then look at the rest of my week and see how I can make adjustments to fit in the things that I really, really want at mm-hmm. those. And that's an old like Weight Watchers tip that is always talked about, but it's one that, Don't minimize it because Mm -hmm. when you go into an event or go into the holiday season, knowing and prepared and feeling like you've empowered yourself with knowledge 
just like we know every day, every year that Christmas is coming and they always say, why do people go over their budget for spending? It's like, what? Christmas is here. I have to buy presents. Like if you know that you have these things going on, mm-hmm. then acknowledge it and plan around it. So mm-hmm. that's been a really good technique for me. Yeah. Um, those are all great things for me. I think I focus on the seasonal things that I'm more likely to do that are activity related as well. So for example, with the Peloton, I don't really do a lot of live classes because um, it just doesn't always align with my schedule or I just want to pick my own thing. And the live classes are, you know, it's either like this or this, there's like maybe one or two options at six in the morning. Let's say I'm doing a morning option. Um, But around the holiday season, they'll do like a turkey burn um, class. And then sometimes I'll forget that I have friends on the Peloton. Like, obviously I know Candace is on it, but I'll forget that some of my other friends are on there and they'll give me a high, virtual high five on the bike. And it's like a, a nice warm feeling to know that like there's a community and there's other people riding with you at the same time, even though it's usually at a ridiculous hour, like five in the morning on Thanksgiving or Christmas day, but they have those live classes that I more likely to do. They're longer typically than 30 minutes that I might typically do. So I think the the holidays give that opportunity to have those special classes that you um, maybe wouldn't have had a chance to do or wouldn't have chosen to do at another time. So whether it's Peloton or your local gym or something else like that, you know, where you have a chance to to do something unique, I think mm-hmm. use that to your advantage, knowing that you're more likely to do it because it's a holiday special thing. Do you guys find too, so not just with the holidays, but even my birthday or, you know, like we're going to be doing this on New Year's Day, like we... I exercise on that day and I don't consider it exercise. Like I do some kind of an act activity of some sort. And it just, I don't, it's a way to kind of commemorate the day in some way, like for all of the years that I didn't, that I, that I made it all about the food. This actually is taking a different, um, it's just a different approach for me. And I find that I feel so much happier on that day because I have, I've exercised, I've gone for a walk. I've made some kind of activity intentional. I started a trend that I don't know. I don't know if it's counterproductive, but like you, Erin, I like to exercise on New Year's Day, but I've been doing hot chocolate runs. So basically it's a we virtual. Did that together. Yeah. But then I also did it like, cause you, they get, you get hot chocolate at the, well, the, if you do it virtually, they send you the hot chocolate and all the chocolate. So I'm like, I'm running for food. Maybe Weight Watchers wouldn't be happy with that, but I'm starting the new year. Right. You know? I mean, I I guess I could do another type, but whatever motivates you. Give me all the hot chocolate. I do it for the swag, man. Give me all the free swag and stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, Kathy said, okay, how do you make healthier choices at gatherings without activating the food police, even if you are the food police? Mm -hmm. And then how, when do you decide to eat the special higher point stuff that you fit in your personal plan? um, And so that you you don't still feel guilty about it. Who wants to start with that one? Anybody? I mean, I think it does go back to pre-tracking. I feel like there's a trend here, you know, with at least with the, you know, fitting in the things that you really want. Um, Maybe communicating if it's someone else's party, Hey, what do you have? And, you know, it doesn't have to come from a place of like 
oh, I'm doing this diet, quote unquote diet. I need to figure out what foods there can be like, hey, I want to bring something. What do you have? You know, just find out what's going to be there so you could prioritize the things that you want. And then with the food police, I, I think it's hard because I want to say you can't control, like there may not be anything you can do to control them. It may be more of an internal thing, like to prepare yourself. I know Aunt Susan tends to be really hard on me. If she sees me eating too much salad, she might push me to have this or uh, the vice versa. She sees me with the macaroni on my plate. She might ask me if I'm still, you know, am I allowed to have that? I think it's when, when I've gotten to a place of like, I don't care what they say, or I know that they might say this, but it's not going to impact my emotions. I'm in a much better place. Um, it's easier said than done. But I think understanding that you can't control that, but you can control your response is huge. And also making it a point not to do what I've been guilty of doing in the past is overcompensating to spite them. Like, you know, like, look, if you think I can't have mac and cheese, I'm having four cups. Okay. <laughs> Get out of my plate. Like, you know, it's, and it's like, I was fine initially mm-hmm. with half a cup, but now that you're telling me that you think I shouldn't, you know, I need to be mindful of that. But I think also when you're talking about the internal food police, that might take a little longer, but that's kind of what we've discussed. And I'm still working on with not labeling foods good or bad, you know, like, is it that it's bad to have mac and cheese and good to have salad? Or is it just salad provides me this and mac and cheese provides me this and that's it. It's over. Um, that takes some time and some training I feel internally to do, but I think trying to look at and say, if I'm doing that, I am labeling food, good and bad. And I need to stop that. Mm. Yep. You both answered exactly how I would have answered that. So I'll just put my little thing is we can't control anybody else and what they're going to say. And Ricky, exactly. We control our responses back to them. And so how do you want to, how do you want to handle that with them? And I, I really think the, the, the deeper thing is being okay with yourself and being okay with what you are going to eat, having full, see when you approach things with full honesty, I've put, I popped it in my tracker. So I'm good. Right. It's or anything's in my points. And I pulled it from my weeklies, which is still within my points. I'm good. And And so it's reminding yourself that this is, you're doing this plan for a reason to help you get along to this space. And guess what? If your weight goes up a smidge that week, it goes up a smidge that week. It is not, you have not failed the program and you haven't failed yourself. Where you failed yourself is if you do try to do all four cups of the mac and cheese, right? Like that's where, that's where it, it becomes a different issue, but I would say it does start with, um, it starts with being okay with yourself. The reason why you're doing something and they can't disturb your peace on that. And, uh, me, I always have a snarky response to something. And so if the food police come, my response would be, well, you want to talk to my meeting leader about it? Cause I already, I've already tracked it. Here you go. Here's our number. Like the, I, for me, I would just be bouncing back in so many ways. I'm like, it's not really into your business, but uh, you know, let me see what you got on your plate. That's <laughs> what you talk to about your plate. Yeah. Special to you. <laughs> yeah. You have some Mac and cheese on there too. Tell me about that. How are right. you feeling yeah. about it? You know, yeah. 
that's where <laughs> that's where I start to get a little like mm, holy yeah. spirit's got to put his hand over top of my mouth. Someone gave so me like, a great response to everything where you just go, "Are you okay? Are you I okay?" Mean, wow. I'm just curious because you've been asking a lot of questions. Are you okay? Oh my gosh! Did you want to do Weight Watchers with me? That's why I can have this. Let me know. Yes. Hey, if you want, listen, sign up and make sure you use my referral code, please. Please. I need a free month. Thank you. <laughs> Kathy, we got your back, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Our final question comes from Patty. This is such a fun question. Is there something done in the meeting space that you attend that is meaningful or fun? Our leader has us take off our name tags and form a name tag ball of support for someone in the group who is struggling or a new member who may need support. Isn't that fun? That's really cool. Yeah. I've had two. Now, it wasn't in my current meeting that I'm at with Coach Nadine, but some eons ago, because, you know, I've been to tons of meetings. There was a coach who used to do the traveling journal, you know, for people who were having, you know, challenges. If you you would take the journal and that'd be, you would paper track, you would, you track on paper and then give it to the next person who needed it for the next week as a way to keep yourself accountable. And another leader had a horse, like one of those fake pony horses, you know, like, like the, it's like a stick with the horse's head. And she would always talk about getting back on the horse, like Mm. for those who were, and she said, I want you to take the horse to go home. Who needs to take the horse home? So it's just like a visual reminder. And everyone was excited to see who got the horse for that week to help keep them extra accountable. Little thing, right? I love that. Kind of cute. What about you guys? Ricky, can you think of anything? I mean, we've been doing that a hot minute. I can't. Well, I was thinking of the journal, the traveling journal thing. That's the only thing I can think of. I know at one point, didn't we do some type of competition with the, because there was a seven o'clock and the nine o'clock. And then I think even at 11 o'clock, I feel like there was like a some type of competition. Oh, Noelle. Noelle did something. Didn't you that. do that where it was like, was it, the, I, I don't want to be wrong, but was it the amount that the meeting lost that week? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember, I don't think we actually won anything, but it was just kind of an ongoing kind of friendly competition, even though the sizes of the meetings were different. But I feel like for a while we were keeping track of how much weight we lost uh, each week. Yeah. And I feel like at some point, like at the end of whatever the month, whatever the challenge was, there was a donation made to like a food pantry or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like I did that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I love about our group is, and I don't know if other groups do this, but we would set aside a day where we would do a 5k together. Mm-hmm. There was a 5k that was happening. Like that literally was passing through where our center was. And we're like, let's go join in the fun. And so mm-hmm. um, all of the meetings we'd come together and, and do the 5k together, which I thought was mm-hmm. fun. And then also, um, just kind of organically before some of the other meetings, people who attend that meetings would meet earlier and go for a walk yeah. beforehand and then go do the meeting. So it's kind of, it was just fun. You kind of like you found your people mm-hmm. and you know, you've got this thing that bonds you together and it was just, yeah, I, those are the things that I really I enjoyed that I remember. But I so, love that ball one that you talked about that she she mentioned. That's a great idea. I love that. That's yeah. a great idea. I do remember one of the other meetings that I went to, because um, you know, our Saturday group, we're pretty no nonsense people. We're, you know, we're crusty old dogs there. <laughs> <laughs> but 
one of the ones that I went to for somebody who hit goal, the the leader had a crown and a scepter that they had decorated. <laughs> and you had to, you marched up and down the aisle in the crown and scepter. I think that actually went away because it's kind of technically breaking WW rules. <laughs> but this is this was the wild, wild west of the meeting room time, okay? Um, years, years ago. And I remember sitting and thinking, wow, this is awkward and so fascinating because yes. this was their meeting. That was their meeting group. Every meeting group has a vibe. Yes. Right? Like everyone's got a vibe. It that does. was their vibe. Mm-hmm. Not my vibe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was that was an interesting. That was an interesting yeah. one. I've got by my own crown. Thank you very much. Such a great visual of the 7 a.m. 7.30 now crew. Yeah. We, no, no nonsense. Don't no. look. We know this program in and out. Don't send your little Weight Watcher spies to go see what the leader's saying or the coach is saying. Like, look, this is just what we do. We know what we're doing. We're we know okay. what we're doing. We know what the weekly topic is. We want to talk about this. Like, right. right. This is what's bubbling up right now. We don't, we know the fast facts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Drink your water. This week we're talking about staying in points. Anyway, anyway. let me tell you what my week was like. Right. <laughs> Like we said, it's got a vibe. Yeah, and we're yeah, vibe. 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, that does it. That wraps up our very first Q&A. Very excited to uh, answer all of your questions. And if you want to join us, come find the Real WW Talk Facebook group by just searching Real WW Talk. Of course, there's the podcast. And then you can also watch us live on YouTube as well. And we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.